for the last time in the month of December. We're going to crank it up. 30 days in the hole is coming gone. You're welcome, America. You're welcome for 30 days on the sausage hunt, baby. If you are listening to this and it's the 30 pod, 30th podcast you listen to this month, you get a gold star. And I'll buy you a large pizza at the pizzeria of your choice. Hope you go back and listen to them all. It was a lot of fun making that stuff. It was crazy making that stuff. And hopefully we'll keep the momentum going for the rest of the year and the rest of the decade. But for now, you know what we're going to be doing. Yeah. Let me ask you. 30 podcasts in 30 days coming to a thrilling conclusion here with fantasy football ferocity for week four. And you know that we're going to give everything you need to you and more. I've been watching Trailer Park Boys all day. So thrilling. I don't even know what you should be doing. But anyway... If you're in America and you're playing fantasy football, you have a commissioner, and America's commissioner is here and here only for now. His name's Mishy. What's going on, Mishy? The exclusivity of being in the Sausage Huts. The exclusivity of being in the fantasy football ferocity. It's my pleasure, Mr. Kibasa. Week four in the National Football League. Highs, lows, chaos. More chaos. What a week to be on the Sausage Hut. What a week to talk about fantasy football. People, get your crayons sharpened, get your pencils ready, because we're about to start, Mr. Kibasa. Yes, indeed. I have a question. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Is any chance Champ Butch is going to join us tonight? I really need to ask this important question if he needs to be there. Is it possible? Let's see if we can get some dial-in music and call out to our favorite Butcher in all the world. Here's your dial-in music, America. One quick second here. We'll be right back, baby. Hello? That hello can only mean one thing. The champ is here. The champ is here. The vegetarian butcher. Welcome back. How you doing, butcher? I'm good. I'm better now that I'm talking to you guys. That's good. And you're definitely doing better than the Denver Broncos are doing right now. That's for sure. Oh, Nelly. (laughs) Listen to this nonsense. Hey, champ, let's speak about something more pleasant. How are you? How is your fantasy football team in week three? I'm sorry, say that again. How was your fantasy football team in week three? How was your how how's the program working out? I sucked in both leagues, thank you very much. Because Cammy Cam Cam decided to uh hand off the ball and run and not pass the ball. So might, there's a trend going on there, by the way, just so you know. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's see here. If I had to imagine, if I had to imagine the champ, Butcher, you probably had a good game and got beat by like the high score of the week, probably. And yeah. I, I know that I know that happens to everyone. Mr. Kilbasa, have you ever had a fantasy team so good that you would like be number two in scoring and like lose more than half your games? That is a terrible place to be in if it happens once. But no, my team's never been that good. I usually am a mutter <laughs> and I bring people down to my level and end up winning games 92 to 86. 90 yeah you know in uh america everyone has a fantasy football player in their league who uh whose favorite form of protest is winning but winning in the mud i mean to tell you i have played butcher i have played mr kilbasa and i have teams that are scoring you know outrageous points every every bleeping week i look at what mr kilbasa did the week before he wins scores like a piddly amount of points one more time and the team he played scored even more piddly points, like 67 taint or I mean, a cup of taint or the your team sucked this week or and, and I go in to play Kavasa riding a hot hand and I'll be damned if I don't have like my worst week ever all the time. And and that and I said I said in I said in in a phrase, I said the dude is a mudda. M-U-D-D-A. Mudda. And if you're gonna play Kilbasa, be prepared to get in the mud. My Absolutely. Goodness. My goodness. And fling it. What is uh what is the important question of the week, Champ Butcher? And uh the important question of the week, Mr. Kabasa, America, Oslo, Red Hook, is what are we doing in fantasy football? And I'm sorry to step on everybody, but I've been drinking coffee. What are we <laughs> gonna do? What are we gonna do in fantasy football about the situation with the um the um Steelers and the Titans? in week four um, is I have a couple ideas. Is there anything you got about how you would handle the roster and or the, a league champ butcher in week four with the situation of games potentially being postponed permanently? I mean, I think we all expected it to happen at some point, you know, it was going to happen. Um, how it is dealt with in fantasy is going to be, that's going to be rough. I mean, it's going to be hard to what they're talking about. They already postponed the game till Tuesday, right? It's uh, still going to be Monday or Tuesday. Not yet decided. Okay. And so Tuesday, and then you have to get your waiver wires in right after the game. I, you know, it's, it's just the world we live in with COVID. I think. If um, Mr. Kilbasa, yeah. you're uh, you do your general manager bit. Would you, would you, if you didn't have a roster spot and you were the general manager or the manager of a league, the commission, um, would you have a, which you are, would you say to someone like me in your league who has Ben Roethlisberger and Derek Henry, uh, along with, (laughs) which I have, I have those two guys. (laughs) All right. Um, you get going into this weekend an extra two free agent pickups. You could put Roethlisberger on the IR or whatever that category is, and you could put your players on the IR. Go ahead and pick someone up. Pick someone up now, if if you don't have anyone else, and if you would be emotionally uh, better in a better place this weekend if you knew you had a starting quarterback. You think we could do that? Is I think that's my approach right now, Butcher and Mr. Kilbasa. Am I on the right track with this or no? 
you're saying only the certain people with certain people on their rosters can do this and nobody else can people people with pittsburgh players and people people with tennessee players yes Hmm, it's an exception well it's tough because the first thing i think of when it comes to a rule like that is people who are going to break the rule so how we first have to examine how we're going to take it how someone can take advantage of the rule okay well we've already had people try and do that use we have covid spots on our, you know, that are not injury reserve spots that are strictly for COVID. And so it hasn't caused anything yet, but, you know, people have already tried to get away with putting injured players in the COVID spots. And is it on the honor system? Is it the honor system? Is it the honor system that gives you a COVID spot? Or is it say somebody has to be designated COVID for them to go? They have to be designated COVID. Oh, okay. Is that an option for you, Mishy? A designated yes. COVID spot as opposed to an IR spot, or is it just COVID we, equals IR? For in our instance, we added um, four more, it, no, five more injured reserve spots, and I have designated on quote unquote the honor system. But I'm the commissioner; I can do what I want. I'll I'll, I'll make sure it goes right. Um, you can have four dudes on COVID. You could have two dudes on IR. That's how we got it structured. And I'm saying going into this weekend, I am going to add an except exemption for you to go ahead, keep Roethlisberger, because there is a, there's some numbers. You have to have a certain number of roster spots, and that IR stuff, the league may or may not, NFL.com may or may not give it to you. ESPN may not give it to you in your league. So I'm thinking that I want to add right now, go ahead. You got Roethlisberger, go ahead, take a pre-agent quarterback right now. If, it, if you feel better about it and if they decide the game is going to be played on time and you got Roethlisberger still in that spot, I'll go ahead as commissioner and take them off your roster. Hmm. Oh. I'll just, you know, I'll use the management tools and just remove dudes from rosters or add them in my, in our league, everyone knows where to reach me. And some of them actually do. And, you know, I'll go ahead and manually, manually do it for you because we got to get this in. The show must go on. Speaking of the show must go on, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What are we doing on Thursday? What are we oh. doing on Thursday oh, night? Did you mean, <laughs> I, I thought you meant we need a football minute. Let's get a football minute in here right now for week three. Week three of the NFL. SEC is underway. Week in college. Playoffs everywhere. Week in America. Your upper Oconee Boo Dogs worked out the kinks enough to hold off the hogs. Welcome back. Your downtown Panthers lost to the people down at the testing lab. Geez. Speaking of geez, your Magic City Dirty Birds lost another second half lead. This time to a backup QB. Too bad that backup QB is a Super Bowl MVP. First team in NFL history to lose back-to-back 15-plus point fourth quarter leads. Your Midtown Bumblebees got juiced by the Oranges. Tech quarterback Jeff Sims leads the nation in interceptions. The other SEC Boo Dogs beat the defending champs. Welcome to the SEC, Mike Leach. The Chiefs are unstoppable. The Steelers just find ways to win. The Eagles and Bengals tied. Ties suck. Aaron Rodgers isn't that old. Neither is Drew Brees. Nick Saban's never lost a home opener. Do the Volunteers actually have a good team this year? America's team, Cleveland Browns, are over 500 for the first time in six years. Mark Aram's New York football giants now hold that record. 55 weeks under 500. They just can't catch a break. They can't catch a pass either or run the ball. They got a couple good field goals, though. And it's already almost time for NFL Week 4, so get your waiver wire moves in now. There's your week three football minute. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. America, I apologize right now to you and Mr. Kilbasa. 
I have these big, like eight by ten shiny production notes that says "Football Minute, Missy, shut the fuck up." And I got to tell you, Jam Butcher, I didn't even look up. I just, I so thank you very much, Mister Kilbasa. How about that, Mark Aaron's New York Football Giants? How about them, New York Football Jets? Are they not the worst two teams, unfantasy worthy, as well as the worst two football teams that we could ever possibly see, Butcher? What do you think? Well, somebody's got to win on Thursday night, so I'm sorry, to Thursday say, night. I'm sorry to say I don't think it's going to be the Jets. <laughs> uh, so, so, so where are we going on Thursday night, Mr. Kibasa? We've got a fantasy football ferocity <laughs> showdown in the mix. I'm surprised you guys are even talking to each other, but I think misery loves company on Thursday night with one of the least – anticipated football games of this early year for the Jets and the Broncos. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's bad. It is. It's bad. The, uh, Someone's got to win. Idea, the idea that the Denver Broncos are going to MetLife Stadium to play the New York Football Jets on Thursday night. I'll be watching as a Jet fan, as a fantasy football media and being part of the Sausage Hut program. Butcher, you will be watching because you're a Bronco backer and a, and a football fan and a fantasy football champion. My real question is, hey there, Kilbasa, what you doing on Thursday night? <laughs> I'm I'm tuning in because I want to go through the pain and the suffering <laughs> and the exhalation of whoever gets to win. Uh, I love the fact that uh, your your uh, coach there in Denver, Butcher can't doesn't even know the name of his starting quarterback <laughs> he called his starting quarterback <laughs> mark rippin the starting quarterback except his mother uh, mark rippin oh mark rippin starting wow he must be 45 years old by now <laughs> well at least you know the broncos excuses because everybody's injured i don't know what the jets excuses um I've, if you've tuned into the uh, sausage hut it is patented blatant mismanagement from a thousand to one years ago. And option B is, of course, everyone knows this or believes this as well as I do. Option B that Joe Namath sold his soul to the devil to win Super Bowl three. <laughs> Thank you. And this is just, and this is just part and parcel of that agreement. It is uh, clown college. It is, uh, it is my lot in life. It is the reason I really, really, really love fantasy football because my Jets are awful. But your <laughs> Denver Broncos are coming into the Meadowlands, and they are getting a point and a half and with an over-under of 40, which means the winning team scoring 20 points, wow. um, 21 points. It's... Uh, it's going to be a sleep fest. It's going to be a sleep fest. Melvin Gordon is your uh, starting running back. Would you agree yes. with that, Butcher? Yes. And you, I don't know the status of uh, Brett Rippin, but I do know his dad, Mark Rippin, uh, was, was a pretty good quarterback. If I'm taking a fantasy football flyer and I'm like a real knucklehead and I got Ben Roethlisberger on my roster and I have no one else, I'm not picking up Brett Rippin. <laughs> If I'm a if I'm a fantasy football guy and I got Ryan Tannehill and I got no one else, I am not picking up Sam Darnold. This is this game. This game is a game built for Melvin Gordon, and 
if Melvin Gordon doesn't have like high, I'm an MVP candidate. Remember me, 200 yards, two touchdowns, six catches and 80 yards driving the Broncos to victory and your fantasy football team to a great weekend. There's no other reason to watch this game. I can't yeah. believe it. Oh, come on. What else are I you can't believe watch, it. Though? What, what, I can't is believe there it. a possibility of giving Joe Flacco a chance just to get a spark and maybe throw a couple touchdown passes, or is it just that hopeless? No, Mr. Flacco, I don't believe was um, activated to the roster. If he was, if he was mentioned in the news this week, he's I think he's starting to get ready to be activated. It's oh. not an issue at quarter. It's not an issue at quarterback for the New York Football Jets. It is, it, they're just inadequate. They're cursed, whatever, whichever, whichever approach you want to go. But this team is a team that may or may not win a ball game this year at this point. Will Adam Gase and, lose his job after this week if he loses? Butcher, you answer that first. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I have to agree. Voice of Reason knows there's just uh, and it's going to serve no purpose and it's going to be um, how do you rebuild, re-rebuild you admit your mistake and move on just don't have that no, reputation I'll, I'll tell you what they're going to do they're going to get G-double-R-E-double-G Greg Williams who came in in relief with the, for the Cleveland Browns a couple years ago and had them hitting on all cylinders. He's just waiting, the defensive coordinator. They get rid of him, bring in Greg. He doesn't take any crap from anybody. Next thing you know, they're going to be winning a couple football games. There you go. Well, Mr. Mr. Kibasa, I would sing a, like a Debbie Boone love song to you right now about you lighting <laughs> up my life. You light up my life. You give me joy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That happens. Holy cow. But in this game, the Denver Broncos um, had the talent, skill player, and his name is Melvin Gordon. They're going to win this game. Uh, I don't think we'll see uh, Darnold throw two pick sixes, but Sam Darnold's on a roll, and anyone who's watched him play is when the interceptions start, the interceptions don't stop. So your tricky play would be the Denver Broncos defense this week if you if you're stuck for something. Um, Butcher, uh, I'll be thinking about you. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe even send you a text message. Good luck to your team. Um, my goodness gracious. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Butcher, is there any oh. ray of hope for the Denver Broncos in the foreseeable future? What do you think? Not this year. I. I I'm sorry to be the wet blanket, but I just we have too many injuries to overcome, and I I just don't see it unless something magical happens. But well, your quarterback, your quarterback, as we spoke of Butcher, will be back by week five or six. Man, that I think that's too away. late. I think it's, it's too, too late. Too late. But it's not too late to get him some game run. But to get to get a rookie game run just to compete and learn how to compete, while that's well and good, yeah, I know what you mean. Too late. Yep. Too late. Yep. Is Vic Fangio yeah. going to lose his job? No, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Okay. So. You have two uh, disheartened people, and their football teams are both <laughs> – on on primetime Thursday night football. Jeez. And and it's Halloween season and the weather where I am is is particularly beautiful. So I'm gonna partake. I'm gonna do my diligence and such, but you know, this one's a labor of love this Thursday night for me. This is a labor of love. 
So, Mishy, I have a, a question for you now that sure. you're a, a Miami guy. Should I be riding the the magic uh, carpet ride with uh, Fitzpatrick? You have. Um, I'm not sure if you really started Fitzpatrick. I know he's won two or three games in a row, and I am just going to look at Miami playing the Seahawks this, sure. this weekend, and the world is in love with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And That's... my question to you is, how have you not started Fitzmagic? That well, beard last... says... Oh, I know. Go ahead. The beard, the pineapple the beard point, says... the chest hair, yeah. how could you says... not? But... <laughs> says, yeah. <laughs> but last week, there is no way I would have put him in over Cam, and he outscored Cam. I was thinking right. of putting him in over... I have Jared Goff as my other quarterback, and Goff had a great game. And Cam had they I mean they won, but you know, he they run the ball and so Fitzpatrick is favored over Cam again this week. Right. In the world as the world as I see it, um the Rams are gonna beat up on the Giants and that's that should be that should be understood. Um, so Goff is a, a double digit. Mr. Cabasa, 24 or plus points for you, man, Jared Goff this weekend at fantasy football. I, I, uh, plus he's going to have a good, he's going to have a really good week. Uh, agree after, completely. After. I, I uh, cut you off. Is he going to have more than 24 points? Is that what you asked? Yeah. Jared Goff, 24 points. 24 fantasy points. Yes. Yes. All right. And for the Dolphins to keep up with the shaky Seahawks defense, they gave up all those yards to Dak Prescott last week. Fitzmagic is Fitzmagic is the play, I think. And Fitzmagic had the, Cam, the least amount of passing yards, by the way, last week. And but the, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, he's excited. The team is young. And Cam Newton trying to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs while they're playing, you know, they don't have the horsepower at wide receiver to do so. Um, we may see the worst game of the year out of Cam Newton trying to make a comeback all day long. Mm, and yeah. and that's that's why it looks that way. I would go with Fitzmagic for one more week and ride the love. Time to start checking the free agent wire for quarterbacks because you only get about four or five weeks of Fitzmagic love every year. <laughs> so, you know, so you still got so you still got a window open and go ahead and get that W. I would do that, which I really would. The beard starts to I weigh don't... him down after a while. No, he's so happy. He's a happy man. He's a happy man in Miami and everything's good. So it's just a matter of it's just a matter of getting a job done against the Seahawks team and they have enough tools in Miami to compete and they're going to have to score some points. The ball will be in the air and the Seattle's defense again has shown that, you know, come on, get it. It's magic. Sure. Well, and I still, I, he's still high on that, you know, sure. last week game. So he's yeah. in my lineup right now. So we'll see. We'll see. I have uh I have. Uh, I think that would be. I think that would be the choice to make personally. Now we can. Um, we can not debate it. It's just going to be that way, and everything's good in the world. Butcher, let me ask you a question. All right, sure. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Hashtag America's team. 
hashtag Dallas Cowboys. Oh. If you were a fan of that, and you heard me and Kilbasa for the last two years saying hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, would you like call Jerry Jones and say, look, come on the Sausage Hut and just shut these boys down because they're really pissing me off? Or would you just say this is this is the put up or shut up game for the Cleveland Browns here against the Dallas Cowboys in week four? Oof, it is the put up or shut up game, definitely. <laughs> and definitely. We have we're not well, I'll tell you what, the Browns aren't gonna shut up because they're above five hundred for the first time in six years, man. I mean this this will we'll still be five hundred if we lose this game, but Baker Mayfield's going to be going home to his home state playing in the stadium that he wishes he was playing for. And as soon as, that, as soon as Dak decides he doesn't want to be in Dallas anymore and Baker's contracts up, you know, the first place he's going to want to go is Dallas. So he's going to be auditioning for wow. Jerry world this, this weekend. He wow. Might have a big game. I'll tell you what, Mr. Kilbasa, you America, you ain't going to hear that nowhere else. Hashtag Johnny <laughs> Kilbasa. Instagram something something something. Oh my goodness, Mr. Kilbasa, that's beautiful. Yeah, he's auditioning. He's playing to impress. I, oh, that's good. I like it. I like it. Hi, Mr. Jones. Nice to see you. Can, we, can you help me put the seat covers on the stadium? <laughs> my God, What's the Cleveland the, the Cleveland Browns going to uh, the Dallas Cowboys? All jokes aside, this is going to be a pretty exciting ball game. Mr. Kilbasa, your hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. Um, they're not they're not throwing the ball. They're ground chuck and they're and it's beautiful. Kareem Hunt is hurt and may or may not play. Mm. Does that impact the Baker Mayfield show against a very suspect Dallas Cowboy defense? If you're the if you're the Browns, are you tempted to make Odell Beckham a double digit touchdown score this weekend? Double digit fantasy score with more than one touchdown? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I tried to say that it didn't if come out. He, that uh, way. If he if 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 Hunt isn't in the game in the red zone, then yeah, you can look for Odell to get more targets in near the end zone, unless Chubb just hogs them all and scores on forty yard forty yard runs. But Dallas should definitely come out and try to shut down Chubb if they know Hunt's not going to be a factor and force Baker Mayfield to win the game throwing the ball. But Baker's got a lot of targets to throw the ball to, too. He's just got to get him the ball. So, man, this could be a this could be a shootout. And it's uh, what's what's Dallas, Texas? Is that central time or mountain time? Are they one hour behind? Central time. It's central time. I yeah. never knew. I, the, the, the vegetarian butcher is an expert on which teams are in which time zones. And <laughs> I always think everybody's two hours behind, but they're only one hour behind. So it's a noon start, early start for Dallas. Um, I think I think most of the Cleveland Browns are just going to be happy to be out of Cleveland for a little bit, so they're going to be fired up. <laughs> well, and they're going to have a bunch of fans. They always do in Dallas. So Jerry had twenty five thousand people there hmm. last time. That's remarkable. Yep. Well, I, you know how is it? How is a how is a self respecting Cleveland Brown fan going to get a ticket when there's only. 25 30,000 people going to be in the seats. That's blasphemy if there's a, if there's a Cleveland Browns fan in that stadium, something's wrong. I wonder if there's something's a, really wrong. I wonder do they have to open up tickets to the visiting team? Is that a rule? 
I don't know how that works. I think it goes to the season. I think it's different every time, but Jerry said it's the season ticket holders have priority and they go into a lottery. Oh. So if we see a Cleveland Brown ticket or a Cleveland Brown backer like Mr. Kabasa wearing his Jim Otto Graham throwback with the white Browns hat, um, with the little pixie on the brown, the old school one from the fifties. Yeah. The uh, sure. the uh, we know a Dallas Cowboys season ticket holder took a was either he got mugged. Rob. Rob. <laughs> but at least we can identify the perpetrator, yeah. Mr. Kielbasa. Uh, who me? What? Oh, what? What? <laughs> You got the Cleveland Brown gear on. You sure. put the dog pound mask on as you walk out. They'll never know the difference in Dallas. <laughs> They're out of their minds. The Dallas Cowboys are not a very good football team right now, America. And uh, if I was a betting person, I would put the uh, I would put my nickel on the the Cleveland Browns getting four and a half points. I think the uh, I think the idea that a of a new head coach going to a team is playing out. And, to, you know, the danger signs for the first four weeks or so. The Cowboys are in, in a pretty precarious position. Um, I would love for Odell Beckham to be a two-touchdown maker, 130 yards. I've been calling for it. I'm buying it this week. I'm buying your quarterback, as you stated, Mr. Kobasa, Baker Mayfield, and, and as adequately surmised by the champ. You know, this audition time, this is this is this is my new home, Mr. Jones. How are you? I'm Baker. <laughs> and I would look for the Cleveland Browns to um, play a little bit better defense than the Seahawks did last week. And the first team to 28 will win this game. And I think that the Cleveland Browns are it. Nick Chubb's a must start. Tight end may even get into the action. Hooper drives the boat. I was going to say, and the America is going to be introduced to Austin Hooper as a Cleveland Brown this week. They're going to, they're going to probably. And Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield could be like a top five fantasy quarterback this week. I agree with both of you. That's tremendous. As for the, uh, the hashtag America's team, hashtag the X America's team, hashtag Dallas Cowboys. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is still a stud. He's a must play. How about the wide receiver room? Is everyone off on uh, Mr. Cooper and now on Michael Gallup or, or are we still going to keep our patience and say, uh, CD, CD lamb is really the guy to have on your roster this week. Which one of those three butcher for the Cowboys is going to do the most fantasy damage. I, I, I like lamb. I, I agree with that. Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> Um, any love for the new tight end, Sergeant Schultz out there, whatever the kid's name is, the next uh, tight end in the Cowboys? No. No. Any defensive <laughs> touchdowns in this game, Mr. Kielbasa? Mm, no. No. The defenses no. aren't going to be doing much. We don't need them to do much. We don't want them to do much. Our, our smart guys in the Vegas got an over of 56 and a half. And that's kind of in line with Michigan. Now that I look up, you know, the winning team gets the 28 first. I'm going to take Cleveland straight up. I'm going to take Cleveland getting four and a half points and watch the magic as, as Baker Mayfield puts on a show. Dak Prescott, you got him. You got to start him. 28, 27. How about a missed, how about a missed extra point by the Cowboys to be the deciding factor in this game? <laughs> and let's hashtag America's team. 
hashtag the Cleveland Browns to a three and one on their way to 15 and one. Johnny Kilbasa will be obnoxious motherfucker all year long. <laughs> Bang that gong, Please. Missy. Bang that gong. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> all right. That's the local teams. That's the local teams, Butcher. How you feel? I'm good with that. Yep, I like it. I like it. Oh my goodness! Any uh, anything you see in fantasy football? Anybody calling you out, um, saying I'm going to have a great game, or you you just on board for the ride, trying to get a W on week four? Absolutely, trying to get a W. <laughs> All right. All right. You know who All I like right. this week, Butcher? Before you go, you know who I like this week a lot. I yeah. like the kid. I like the kid Joe Burrow to uh, get over the hump. And I'm going to make fun of Philadelphia later in the program. But I just wanted to say that to you. I, I like me some Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend. Just for your yeah. fantasy football per, uh, extra. That's 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 the champs fantasy football extra. We like in Cincinnati this week. Champs, enjoy week four. Enjoy the program. Thursday night, I may be, I may be calling you. We've you know, just a little group rehab. But good luck, <laughs> to, the, good luck to the Broncos. And uh, thank you very much. Excellent to see yeah, you. Absolutely. You too. Thank you, Vegetarian Butcher. We always appreciate it. And they're back playing baseball in Cleveland, and the Indians just scored a couple runs. Butcher, we'll see you <laughs> next week, hopefully. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right. Don't work too hard. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. There she goes. <laughs> the Vegetarian just Butcher. Just going back. How do you go back to work after being a special special on the sausage? How do you go back to work? I believe she used the analogy toads in a blender or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Poor girl. Poor girl. She works way too hard, man. She works way too hard. She's a champion, though, brother. It's the way of the world. Yep. And now we've got the the niceties out of the way. Are you stretched out, Mishy? Are you ready to go? I'm stretching. The weather delay is over with. It's 3 nothing in the bottom of the first, just like that. My Cleveland Indians. As we speak right now, America, Michi's Yankees are up one nothing against my Indians. And this is an elimination game. <laughs> no, it could be an elimination. Yeah, best out of two, something yeah, like that. It's but best yeah, of it's three. First team to win, whatever it goes, you know, same stuff. Yeah, It's baseball. Baseball is odd. And it's football season. And can I get some can I get some down home Chicago travel music man? Can we get out of here, please? Let's go. Three minutes on the clock. I'm so excited. I'm even talking to the producer in the room. I'll just be quiet and let you talk. It's just you're done, man. We're ready to go. You're ready to go. If Mitchie's ready to go, he's got the coffee going. We're gonna follow the schedule. We already talked about the Thursday night, so we're gonna go straight. So one o'clock Sunday games, Mishy. We're gonna have a battle of the Central Time Zone. <laughs> Let's start it off with the Colts traveling to Chicago, Mishy. We're gonna talk about as we do in the lightning round with the remaining games in the NFL, the fastest whatever you want to talk about. We're gonna talk about for three minutes. Mishy's gonna give you everything you need to know. Colts, Bears, three minutes on the clock. Starting now. Indianapolis Colts got a good football team. The Chicago Bears are shocking the world. They shocked the world. Mr. Kilbasa, Nick Polk is now your starting quarterback. You got quarterback dilemmas. Pick up this young man. 
Missy did because he has quarterback dilemmas in, in some places. And he's going to be a consistent scorer. He's going to stabilize the Chicago Bears. Coach Nagy saved his job by finally making the move, and it was a smart move. Nick Foles against the Colts defense is an average play. David Montgomery is your touchdown maker. Surprise, surprise, Mr. Kilbasa. Cordell Patterson is a touchdown maker. Mm. Allen Rob- Robinson, I'm starting him. And you have to start him. And superstar Jimmy Graham with a touchdown or two last week will be smoking mirrors this week against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, excuse me, uh, against, against the Bears. So what we have here, what we have here is a case against the Indianapolis Colts. I said it right the first time. Yeah. What we have here is a case of running back envy in Indianapolis and an old man named Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is not plausible fantasy football man anymore. As consequences, T.Y. Hilton is not a plausible fantasy starter no more. There's a lot of injuries on there. Zach Pascal is uh, the um, WR2. There's no fantasy love there. Um, Jack Doyle is coming back from injury. And oh, by the way, America, we called out our new favorite hyphenated tight end, Mo Ali Cox. Hey, Mo. Hey, Ali. Hey, cops. We we called him out as a touchdown maker last week, and he was. This week, there's going to be no such love. This is the Jonathan Taylor show. You drafted him because you listen to me. You're a very smart individual. Reap the rewards. This is not going to be a high-scoring game. This is, again, a game. This is a game for the Indianapolis running back to be your real prime star starter. Montgomery's going to get volume. Therefore, you have to start him. And after that, sure, you're going to start the, you know, the wide receiver in Chicago. And Allen Robinson. It's going to be, yes, thank you. And there's nothing else here. There's nothing else here. Let's, let's just, let's just say that uh, I'm going to take the Bears to beat the Colts because I believe in Nick Folk and the Bears are the shock of the National Football League to get started. Let's go. All right. That's all we needed to hear coming out with time to spare in our first game okay so we're gonna head on down the road to the queen city the kentucky Bengals hosting the jacksonville jaguars we got a couple of interesting quarterbacks here joe burrow's on his way up gardner Minshew, you never know what to think about him Minshew. jacksonville cincinnati we're gonna talk about it for three minutes starting now Battle of the Swamps, people. Battle of the Swamps. Um, on the Jacksonville Jaguars against Cincinnati, this is going to be the one, one of the more entertaining games. Therefore, as we said to the Butcher a moment ago, this is fantasy football gold, Cabasa, gold. Gardner Minshew will never have a bullshit performance like he did last week. Double-digit 22-27 to 27 fantasy points. James Robinson, you listen to Cabasa, you picked him up, you won in week three. You probably won in week two as well. He's a must-start, must-start, Mr. Kilbasa. DJ Chalk is still injured, and the wide receivers of the day, I just couldn't tell you which one to start. I have a sleeper for you for your fantasy team right here, right now on the Jacksonville Jaguars, Mr. Kilbasa. Are you ready for your sleeper? Let me hear it, Michi. Tight end, James O'Shaughnessy. Hey. Jacksonville Jaguars. Where has he James been hiding? O'Shaughnessy. 
Oh, oh Jimmy O'Shaughnessy. That's uh, that's Bobby O'Shaughnessy's brother. Yeah, you know what? I went to yeah. school with uh, James O'Shaughnessy's mother back in Revere. Yeah, I knew I knew the whole family. That's for sure. James O'Shaughnessy. Love to see you. Love to see you again. He's a lot better than Tyler Eifert, I tell you. And he's a touchdown maker. He's a touchdown maker, just like his mother. <laughs> Mario O'Shaughnessy. Oh, geez, back in the day. Mario O'Shaughnessy. Woo-wee. You went to high school together, is that true? Ah, yeah, with her and her and a brother. And a brother. <laughs> you guys, you guys got that uh you guys got that closeness. And I'm here to tell you that your man, Jimmy O'Shaughnessy, is a touchdown maker this week. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna score upwards of thirty points. What do you think about that there, Jayville hmm. fans? I How about that? Well, yeah, the, the the Bengals don't have much of a defense. I think they're gonna figure some stuff out on offense, so they might be able to put up some points, but yeah, they're yeah. not gonna keep them out of the, James O'Shaughnessy. He's not he's, This is a game this James O'Shaughnessy scoring a touchdown this week and put it in crayon, put it in, in permanent marker. Mm. For the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow is he's He's showing a lot, and he is going to continue to grow. He is going to be – Joe Burrow will be a top six, top seven fantasy quarterback this week. He's a 30-point maker. He's going to run one in. He's going to throw two or three in. And Tyler Boyd is the key contributor this week. One touchdown for Boyd, 115 fantasy yards, about nine catches, gold. Again, some more gold. Your tight end, do you want another tight end who hasn't done anything? Drew Sample is a touchdown maker. Wow. You're waiting for Joe, you're waiting for Joe Mixon to do something. You drafted him super high. Go ahead. Start him. Enjoy it. Take double digit points with the potential for um, a, a touchdown, which will bring him closer to 20. And I'm I'm really liking this game. And I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Cincinnati to win this game. A lot of fantasy love here, Mr. Kilbaugh. Joe Burrow's getting his first win at home on the mighty Ohio River. Why not? They gotta win a game sooner or later. Hey, they tied last week, so they they're not 0-3. They're Three. 0 and one. No. So why not? No. Joe Burrow's first win is a tie. Well, I guess not. But either way. I guess not. He's gonna get his first win. You know, and Gardner Minshew is going to keep him in the game. This is going to be a great. This is going to be a fun game to watch. This is the game would be more fun to watch than the Thursday night matchup. Can we move on, please? <laughs> Minshew to O'Shaughnessy, <laughs> get ready. You're going to be hearing a lot of that over the future. That's for sure. Meanwhile, <laughs> let's go get on I-75 out of Cincinnati and head up to Steak Sandwich City where Michi's Detroit Lions are hosting the we don't know what to think about them New Orleans Saints in the Ford Dome or whatever they call it Ford Field everybody wants the Lions to do better nobody wants the Saints to be good unless you got somebody on your fantasy football team but we're going to talk about it for three minutes starting now you got the uh, New Orleans Saints on your fantasy team, and his name is Alvin Kamara. You did such a happy dance. Alvin Kamara was the greatest fantasy football running back I saw last. Uh, one of the top two, three performances I ever saw last week, Mr. Kilbasa. Because he, he had won a you your bunch game. of receiving yards, right? Well, the, the thing about it is, to me, I'm, I'm definitely not on the Drew Brees uh, bandwagon. I'm off. I'm, I'm a proponent of picking up Jameis Winston. And I know that's shocking to a lot of people. Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara did so much last week. To me, it's hard to accept 
that he's going to get anything but beat up. And the contrary play is I would start Latavius Murray this week. And if you got Kamara, you have to start him. But if you got Mr. Murray in your lineup, look for a double, you know, double digit points. Touchdown, yes. 60, 70 yards rushing, yes. Uh, 40, 50 yards receiving, yes. Look for a great game from Latavius Murray. Michael Thomas says he's playing. I don't believe it. I got no love in Emmanuel Sanders. Jared Cook says he's playing. I got no love for Jared Cook this week. Drew Brees threw passes that my grandfather threw when he was 84 years old and won a, and, and threw all to Kamara, and Kamara did the rest. Little six-yard bits, and Kamara did the rest. Ten-yard bits, and Kamara did the best. It's got to stop. Brees had 288 yards and three touchdowns, by the way. Oh yeah, and and yeah, just and that's that's not gonna last. That that shit ain't gonna last. And the Detroit Lions came into you know got their W last week. Matt Stafford is is the play. He's a top seven quarterback this week. He's on your bench. Get him in your lineup. Adrian Peterson, the ageless wonder. You got him for a reason. When you stuck with him for a reason. Adrian Peterson, a touchdown maker, 85-plus rushing yards, touchdown. Kenny Galladay winning a game in week three. Welcome back, Kenny Galladay. You're going to do it again in week four, Mishy says, so everyone's having a good day. Let's go, Lions. Put your money on Hawkinson to score a touchdown. That's one, two, three. At least three touchdowns in the air for Matthew Stafford. He's a must-starter for me, and I'm going to watch the world crumble. Because the Detroit Lions are beating the New Orleans Saints hey. at home. And they're getting points. And the over-under is 54. I would take the over. I would take this, the Lions plus four. I would take the Lions to win. And America, as much as I don't like to say it, Drew Brees is toast. Go pick up the famous Jameis. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. I and that's how I feel do about that think, game. What do you think? I, I think no. I don't. I think that Drew Brees is not necessarily toast. I think that he can still do something. He can if he's putting 288 yards passing up in a loss. Don't get me wrong, but three touchdowns. Hey, he knows what he's doing. He knows defenses. Don't write him off just yet. But we will write that game off because we got things to do, Michi. Let's move forward. All right. Let's go on down to Tampa Bay hosting those L.A. Chargers. Uh, Hey, Tom, you never know what to expect. This, And they've got a new quarterback out in L.A. if he's happy, if he's healthy. And we're going to talk about the Buccaneers versus the Chargers for about three minutes starting now. I'm going to press some buttons. This one's not going to take so long. San Diego Chargers are a mess. Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert's the second-year quarterback. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just going to confuse him to no end. And the Chargers are in big trouble this weekend. Austin Eckler is going to be relied on like he's never have been, and he's been relied on quite a bit. You got him, you got to start him. Keenan Allen wants this, wants that. He'll get some, but he's going to underperform. Hunter Henry is actually going to catch himself a touchdown if you got your crayons out, people. But that might be the lone touchdown in the air for the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, you picked him up because you thought you were cool. Go ahead and suffer. Good for you. <laughs> and on the flip side, Tamper is ready to start winning some ball games. 
for for a dollar, Tampa's not going to lose for a few weeks. And Tom Brady, because he's Tom Brady, you pick him up, you draft him, start him this week against a team that um, has some injuries, that has a pretty good defense, but can't seem to stop a cold one more time. Tom Brady's a good play. Who's he throwing a touchdown pass to this this weekend, Mr. Jo- Mr. Kibasa? Let me Mike see. Evans. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mike Evans, because Godwin is out. And if your fantasy radar says, oh, I like Scotty Miller because I heard his name in preseason, yeah, it's now time. But are you going to trust him? I'm not going to trust him. Um, O.J. Howard is not a touchdown maker. The legend known as Rob Gronkowski is going to catch a touchdown pass for Tom Brady. And I want a picture of those two with their football in their tamper uniforms for Gronkowski's first touchdown. And I want it written out to you. Thanks, Mishy, for believing in us. We love the hut. We love the prediction. I don't want the game ball. I just want a signed picture. Okay, thank you. And uh, I welcome. have an apology. I have an apology to you, Mr. Kilbasa. Sure. I was premature with the death of Ronald Ronald Jones last week. Oh, and no. Premature, premature. And to balance out the scales, I am going to call for a Ronald Jones touchdown this week. I am also calling for a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to no, for... go backwards. Let's okay. try that again. Let's go backwards. <laughs> Mr. Kielbasa, I'm going to call for a Ronald Jones touchdown this week. After a 53-yard performance out of the grave and 13 yards receiving. Me and Ronald, Ronald Jones. Welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. It's a beautiful thing. And Tampa Bay is going to kick some butt this week. Um, the the experiment, the joy, the happiness that the Los Angeles Chargers have is going to just, just be fading fast. And Tampa's going to crush them. Let's move on, please. <laughs> that should be fun to watch. I, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to mind watching that game. All right. if, if you're watching if you're watching that game, I'm telling you, go to the Jacksonville and Cincinnati game. I'm telling you, watch the Cleveland Browns at the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Go ahead, please. It's gonna be a good that's gonna be a good get those are there's gonna be a few good games to watch. I'll tell you what's not gonna be a good game to watch if you will. It'll be a good game to watch if you're a Baltimore fan because they got a squash match coming up as they travel across town to the Washington football team. The hapless Washington football team. They're not a bad team. They got a bright future, but not this week because Baltimore is going to be pissed off after losing to Kansas City on Monday night, Michi. We're going to talk about that for three minutes, starting now. Well, I'll tell you what. The world, if you listened to Mr. Michi and Mr. Kilbasa last week, we knew Kansas City was going to beat up on the Baltimore Ravens. We told you to be low weeks. We told you everything was going to happen last week. And quite frankly, that's why you listen to the program. Um, this week in Washington, the Ravens allegedly are going to be upset. And I'm here to tell you, what, Mr. Kilbasa, that the Washington football team is going to be in this game to the last 30 seconds when the Baltimore Ravens kicker wins this game. This game is going to be a tight, tight ball game. Let's hope. The the way that Kansas City came out and managed 
the great Lamar Jackson is now the blueprint everywhere. And Washington is going to do more of the same. In fact, Washington has more talent up front than Kansas City does. And it is going to be that kind of game. Washington's in this game. Fantasy love is is going to be, I'll tell you what, you got the kid, you got the kid from Baltimore as your starting, starting quarterback, your high-end pick. You got to start him. I'm not saying Lamar not Jackson. to start him. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying that you're going to lose again this week. Um, Mark Andrews was a high draft pick. He's starting to, to get on the bust radar. Uh, Marquise Brown. Yeah, wait a much. second. Wait a second. Mark Andrews had a game where he didn't score that many points. There's no way he's on the bust radar, dude. I'm telling you that you took him so high that you want Kelsey numbers and you want what you think Kittle numbers were. And Mark Andrews ain't that guy because Baltimore isn't that team. Oh. Which running back you start? Which running back you start? Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, or Dobbins? You don't know. You're only starting Lamar Jackson, and you drafted Mark Andrews, and you're starting to regret it. And they're, they're, they got some trouble this week against the Washington team that's not too happy. Now, that Washington football team with your man Dwayne Haskins is going to hand the ball off to Antonio Gibson a little more. Antonio Gibson is a player to me because I find, I find his, his quickness might be a little bit of an issue for um, – for Baltimore because we saw Kansas City with the fast guys getting the ball. That means McLaurin, Gibson are your players for the Washington team. And I'm taking them both to score touchdowns. I like Terry McLaurin to light up the Baltimore team. Dwayne Haskins to be a 16 or so fantasy point scorer. And I'm telling you, you know, Justin Tucker's going to win the game at the end. Justin Tucker might be the most productive fantasy player for the Ravens this weekend. And I'm like, I'm liking a little bit of upset special right here, right now. You heard it here first. Capital. What is the line on that game? Oh, they're getting 13 and a half points. Washington. <laughs> so you're saying all day your lead pipe lock of the week is taking the football team over That's plus the points over the underdog. Yeah. Oh, plus the points. You're a winner. Okay. Plus the points. You're a winner. Now I'm, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling everyone that for the sake of fantasy football, we mentioned the guys, but for the sake of pro football, we're going to, you know, I think Baltimore is about to get found out. Okay. And there's no reason why they can't rise above it. They're talented, but not this week. I think, I think, I think they're going to be licking their wounds thinking Washington's not good enough and they're going to get smacked. Okay. Okay. Missy, I think that that's grounds for a, a wager. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, let's got let's it. say let's let's do uh, th- this is definitely cra- this is a crab cake game I think crab cakes sure uh, crab cakes and they're right next to each other you know we can get some proper Maryland crab cakes they both play in Maryland so why yeah. not so let's do let's do a dozen crab cakes and a growler wow. of some very thick IPA. Can I can I can I um, see that bet and raise you like the same amount? Can we do can we double that bet? Sure, two dozen yeah, crab cakes and then. two growlers. Yes. Okay. I'll share some with you. Yeah, of an imperial IPA, which is about nine percent alcohol. So we're just gonna get That's right super. to it. We're gonna pound yes, imperial we'll IPAs and crab cakes, and just till we just fall down on the floor. 
Heck yeah, uh, I'm you in. Can do that. I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. I'm in. America, America, join on in. Where can we? Where can America join this bet, Mister Kobasa? Uh, that would be johnnykobasa.com. Come on in and uh, grab a there seat, and we'll give you a beer for free and a pizza. To oh go. yeah, <laughs> and then we'll play some traveling music. Where are we going to now, Mister Kobasa? <laughs> Let's go down I ninety five to Carolina, where the Panthers are hosting Kyler Murray. And the Arizona Cardinals, an early start for Arizona out on the East Coast. So there you go. Carolina Panthers and the Arizona Cardinal. We're going to talk about it for three minutes starting now. Boom. Arizona needs to win this game. The, uh, the Carolina Panthers had their, uh, you know, their shot, as it were, and, and took care of business in week three. This week, it's, they're going to come back home and they're going to get blitzed. They're just not going to be in his ballgame from beginning to end. I love the Arizona Cardinal defense this week. I love the Arizona Cardinal defense next week. So if you're playing streamers, people, look for the Arizona defense. They're a touchdown maker this week. Locked and loaded. Perhaps Perhaps three to five sacks, maybe a fumble recovery. Arizona's going to take care of their business. Kyler Murray is going to dominate this game. Um, top three fantasy quarterback this week. Mm. Um, what do you think about the, um, Kenyon Drake, Mr. Kibasa? Is he? Uh, you drafted him, you're starting him, you're happy with him? Is that pretty much how it's going to be? Mm, I didn't draft him, but if you drafted him, you, you're, you're decently happy with him, but he's got to keep it on going, man. Keep it on going. Now, this game is the kind of game where uh, Chase Edmonds goes point for point with him. I'm not saying start Chase Edmonds, I'm just saying Kenyon Drake is not going to be a 20-point scorer. He will be a double-digit scorer. But Chase Edmonds is going to get some of his. No one's going to stop DeAndre Hopkins. 15 catches, 150 yards, touchdown maker. Larry Fitzgerald hasn't done anything. They've been looking for younger, faster men. Mr. Kibasa, Larry Fitzgerald is a touchdown maker mm. in Carolina this weekend. He don't care what time of day it is. He's going to get up and play. After a, one, yeah, he, after a one reception, zero-yard game last week against Detroit. Oh, the coaches, the coaches are going to make a point of emphasis to get Fitzgerald the ball, and he is a touchdown maker. That's the way this stuff works. That's simply the way it works. And um, you can be smarter than your friends by saying, hey, I got old Fitzmagic as a touchdown maker for a dollar. And they go, I'll take that bet, and you will take their dollar. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, again, we like I like Arizona quite a bit. Teddy Bridgewater, I love you, but you got no tools. Mike Davis, you're the only thing they got. If you picked up Mike Davis, you're going to have a tough week. But through sheer volume, he'll get you double-digit points. Just mark it down, people. Um, DJ Moore is supposed to play. Robbie Anderson's the big threat. Curtis Samuel is the man. Ian Thomas is going to get his touchdown this week. The wide receivers are going to go to work, but there's going to be so much pressure on Carolina that they're not going to be able to keep up. Um, you drafted DJ Moore. Don't be surprised he lets you down. Curtis Samuel might be a nicer play out of all the three wide receivers, but I wouldn't touch any of them. Um, Carolina's got no chance in this game. No chance. Mike Davis, you got him. You got to play him. Ian, Ian Thomas is the touchdown maker. This game is going to be over, which is why I like like the backup running back, Chase Edmonds, a little bit over there for the Arizona Cardinals. But they're going to get – Arizona's going to take business, take care of, of a business trip in four quarters, get out of there with like a 35-17 to 17 win. Okay. Done. It's hard to argue with that, that's for sure. Cardinals up and coming. Done. 
Teddy Bridgewater yep. might figure it out and have a big game. You never know. It's just too good to be true with the Carolina Panthers. So what if he does? What if he does? What if he does? But we'll find out Sunday. I'm telling you what's going to happen, everybody. Put it in crayon. Put it in magic marker. This is a done deal. I'm Mishy for a reason. He's Mishy for a reason, and you're not. Let's get on down. (laughs) I would never never say that, Mr. Gilbasa. Thank you for saying it. I would never say that, Mr. Gilbasa. Thank you for saying it. Let's groove on down to H-Town. And see the Houston, the disappointing Houston Texans taking on the disappointing Minnesota Vicones. We're going to talk about it for three minutes. Starting now, everybody. Yeah. Um, if I were to ask you a question starting the season, it would go like this. Going into week four, who's going who's gonna to be winless? The Denver Broncos? The Minnesota Vikings, the New York Jets, or or the Houston Texans. Oof. And you would probably say something like all of the above. You would never say all of the above. But the winless Texans are taking on the winless Minnesota Vikings in wow. week four. And this is a this is as must-win football games go. This is a must-win football game. And to my eyes, Minnesota is a mess. And um, quite frankly, Houston, um, if you're a Deshaun Watson drafter like I am, you have to have Deshaun Watson being a magic man this weekend. But let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings for a minute. The Minnesota I think Vikings. that uh, I think this is the kind of game Kirk Cousins is your quarterback. This is the kind of game that Kirk Cousins is, is going to throw two or three touchdowns. Delvin Cook is, is an amazing human being. Got him, got to start him. Adam Thielen is an amazing human being. Got him, got to start him. Touchdown maker one more time. Last week, a young man named Justin Jefferson with a little bit of pedigree came on the scene. No one had him. No one picked him up. We didn't even cover it in the, in the sausage hut, so that's saying something. Justin uh, Jefferson, you're chasing points. You pick him up. Kyle Rudolph with a great touchdown catch last week. You're chasing points. Dan Bailey, the kicker, is a double-digit touchdown, double-digit touchdown, a double-digit score with like two field goals and four extra points. There are going to be fantasy points in this game, and Kirk Cousins is going to surprise people, but the big surprise is going to be in Houston. I think that uh, this is a game where Houston comes out and lights up for a 40-point ball game, and I think Deshaun Watson is the man who's going to take care of business. The number one quarterback in fantasy football in week four will be Deshaun Watson. Wow. It's just the way it's going to wow. It's just the way it's going to be. Uh, will Fuller, if he's healthy or not, I don't really care. Brandon Cooks is the man that Minnesota can't stop. I would love for Will Fuller to have a big game and for him to like call up the sausage hut to shut me up. Kenny Stills, your favorite 401 K player. Kenny. 50 yards and a touchdown, three pass catches. It's on for Houston this week coming home. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Darren Fells because Minnesota can't stop a tight end. And I think the Houston Texans are going to, you know, score 40 points. Minnesota is going to score 30 points. And it's going to be, you know, for a couple of fantasy football players, a real big bodanza. But I think Houston's going to take care of business. And I love me some Deshaun Watson. You got David Johnson start him. Please start David Johnson this week. Um, take a flyer on Brandon Cooks and let's just get the heck out of Houston because I always get arrested when I'm in Houston. What do you think? <laughs> At least they let you go home this time, Michi. 
All right. Well, they're gonna they let me go home like the last like nine times, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean like the twenty before it were, were not problematic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Like to remind you that all the music that you hear between everything is originally composed and performed by Johnny Fucking Kilbasa. All of it, awesome. Oh, so thank, you're welcome very much. Yeah, and thank you, Mr. Kilbasa, because when I go back and play like these ports, there's points of it I'm listening to, and I play this for my friends because I don't, you know, my friends come over and I got the sausage on. What else am I gonna do? And and they go like, who's this? Is nasty, tasty jam I'm listening to. I said, Johnny K, baby, that's Johnny K. Bring the funk all the time, just for you guys. Yeah. Where are we going next, Mr. Gilbert? Let's head out to the West Coast. A welcome retreat for the New York Giants as they head across flyover country and head on down to get their ass kicked by the rebirthed L.A. Rams, Michi. We'll talk about it for um, three minutes, starting right after I say the Cleveland Browns no longer have the longest streak below at or below 500. It now belongs to the New York Giants, as you heard in today's Football Minute. Three minutes. Bam! You drafted Shaquan Barkley. We feel real bad for you. Um, you were in a pinch. You drafted Danny Dimes Jones. We feel real bad for you. You're parents forced you to be a new york football giants fan i feel real bad for you um no fantasy love anywhere with the new york football giants the los angeles football club is going to decimate them this weekend it's not even going to be funny um the quarterback in los angeles jared goff must start top seven fantasy guy um the running back is now which of the two running backs is a touchdown maker this weekend for the rams mr kielbasa what do you say I say Malcolm Brown was the dude everybody tried to get off the waiver wire after week one, wasn't it? And then he hasn't done really done much since then, or has he done and, much since well, then? Well, Daryl Henderson has gotten more touches. Malcolm Brown was a little bit banged up. Okay. This weekend, this weekend, um, I know Daryl Henderson is in people's lineup. Stardom, it's going to be a lovely game. It's going to be a great game for him. We're talking 100 yards. We're talking a few receiving yards, and we're talking about touches in the end zone. The caveat there is Malcolm Brown is probably healthy. And if this game turns into junk time, uh, Malcolm Brown is fantasy viable. Believe it or not, that's a big flyer. Uh, Robert Woods is a must start. Cooper Cup is a must start. Everyone knows that. And uh, Mr. Higby, the tight end, is a must start. Mr. Kilbasa, Robert Woods is a touchdown maker. Daryl Henderson is a touchdown maker. Malcolm Brown is a touchdown maker. Higby is a touchdown maker. That means Jared Goff is a four-touchdown man upwards of 275 yards and if this game gets really out of hand jared goff will be out of the game midway through the fourth quarter because the rams are going to kill him the rams d very well could be a touchdown maker this week they could very well could be five or six sacks two or three interceptions and therefore they are a gold in fantasy football must start top rated defense of the week and this game is not going to be pretty. I don't know how many people are going to be in L.A., if any, but the Rams are going to dominate the New York football Giants. Tell Mark Aaron to say hello. So according to uh, all the people you said scoring touchdowns, the Rams are going to score like 65 points then. That's what you're saying. I have um, one, six, 12. Let's go do this, 14. All right, <laughs> seven, 14, 28, 35, 42 points for the Rams this weekend. Maybe 45 with a field goal. 
That's what I get damn for near, it. Yeah. Rams damn near damn near scoring 50 points on the New York Football Giants this weekend. America write it down. Okay. And it might not even, you know, and the Giants the Giants got nothing. It's terrible. But that's just the way it is in pro football and we play fantasy football and we got to respond accordingly. Jump all over these Rams kids. Please. Jared Goff's on your bench, start him. Let's hope. Pick up the Rams D. Pick up the Rams D. And let's get the heck out of LA. Okay. All right. Let's head That was uh, easy. <laughs> let's head back to the middle of the country where, hey, this could be a, a candidate for another game of the week involving those Kansas City unstoppable Chiefs and Cam Newton and Bill Belichick still getting to know each other. But they've spent a lot of good time in bed together, so they're pretty happy. They're holding hands. Kansas City, welcome in the Patriots to town. We're going to talk about that for three minutes. Starting now. America, Mr. Kibasa, he was either on the Insta, he was on the TikTok, he was on something. He was on something. Reddit, I don't know where it is. But there are some pictures of Coach Bill Belichick wearing the Cam Newton suits. So they superimpose Belichick's face on Cam Newton. And I'll tell you what, only Cam Newton can pull those looks off, man. Bill Belichick cannot pull those looks off. It's the way it is. And this week, the Patriots and their lack of talent in the wide receiver room are going to a place where scoring 21 points is not enough. The debate, in my eyes, is are the Patriots' defense for real? And against lesser teams, they're fantastic. This week, um, Kansas City on a roll. Nobody beats Kansas City but Kansas City. Super Bowl champs for a reason, et cetera, et cetera. Kansas City is going to uh, make the Patriots a two-and-two two football team. And Cam Newton, as we said earlier today, is not your fantasy play this week. Go elsewhere. I don't think I don't see New England having a prayer against this particular uh, Kansas City team this week. Um, and, and it's not going to be pretty. And America, we haven't seen New England get manhandled before. Not in our collective lifetimes, unless you remember Steve Grogan. Do you remember Minnesota, like getting, man- I mean, excuse me, New England getting manhandled? Um, Kansas City could put a 50 spot on the New England Patriots this weekend. Wow. And I think Patrick Mahomes, of course, is the must start. Um, Clyde Hilarious turned out to be pretty phenomenal touchdown maker against Kansas City. Yes. To kill. He didn't get any. Yeah, against... he didn't get much action. I mean, he had some good well, runs he, last week, but he, he helped had, me he, win a game. <laughs> there you have yeah. it. There you have it. Uh, Tariq Hill is unstoppable at this point. The Chiefs are going to just kill people for the next four or five weeks, starting with New England, and and no one feel in no one should feel sorry for the New England Patriots. Seriously, um, Tariq Hill is a touchdown maker. Seventeen to twenty-four fantasy points is going to dominate. Love what Sammy Watkins is in Watkins is doing to your PPR guy. Start him. Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. Mercole Hardman had a tremendous game last week. Will he see a deep ball or two and be a touchdown maker for the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend? No, he will not. All right. Um, you got Travis Kelsey, you must start him. And the second best fantasy football defense of the week, people, will be the Kansas City Chiefs. They are going to Kansas City Chiefs D is a touchdown maker. I've called for one a previous. I'm calling for another one right now. 
Go ahead, shock the world, pick up the Kansas City Chiefs defense, put a dollar on the Chiefs to win, and try not to laugh. And, uh, you know, the hoodie looks like really an angry, angry old man on the sidelines in the third quarter of this game because Kansas City is going to embarrass them. Mishy, since you're so confident on this. Banging the gong on it. Well, since you're banging the gong on this, Mishy, I'm going to take. I'm going to (laughs) take. The Mishy gong. Heard only on the sausage hut, everybody. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mishy, you're going to give me a touchdown, and I'm going to take the New England Patriots on upset alert. Sure. How do you, what do you think about that? I'll be, um, I will give you a touchdown. I'll give you, I'll give you a touchdown in a two-point conversion. That's how bad this game's going to be. <laughs> you're going to give me nine points? No, that's eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's eight. There. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to take <laughs> New England plus eight. And we're going to do it for uh, five pounds of brisket. Kansas, Kansas City, City brisket. Style? Yep, five pounds of Kansas City brisket. And I want, I want, I want, I want the proper Kansas City baked beans. I want like a lot of them. Gallon, gallon of baked beans. And, and, and they have tremendous coleslaw there. It's a great place to eat. Kansas City, Kansas City is a great place to eat. Gallon and their slaw. coleslaw is uh, world-class coleslaw gallon of slaw and um what are you drinking in kansas city yeah i'm drinking water because i'm eating case of natural light and a case of natural light (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll be i'll be doing more eating than drinking in kansas city (laughs) natural light the beer with the taste for food that's what they used to say back in the day that was a great marketing Concept. I've never had a I've never had a natural light, so I wouldn't tell you. Go to the tap, go to the tap, and pour yourself a glass of water, and think about beer, and that's what it's like. <laughs> All right, great, then because I'll be eating. There we have it. All right, you got it, Mister Cabasa. Kansas City's going to kill him. Okay. Hey, um, can I go backwards for a minute, Mister Cabasa? Sure. Somehow we glossed over the Seattle club in a noontime or one o'clock game at Miami, because we we talked about Mr. Fitz magic a little earlier. Yeah. But can we, um, can we make a little quick side trip to the three Oh five and talk about Seattle against Miami? Of course we can. Mishy. Here we go. Back down, back down to Miami, Florida. We're yeah. getting on here. Fitz Magic and the Dolphins are going to be welcoming in the unstoppable Seattle Seahawks, Michigan. We'll give you three minutes just for good measure. Starting now. All right. We look for a competitive ballgame, Mr. Kielbasa. Seattle traveling from one end of the country to the extreme outer end of the country. This one may take a little uh, This one may take a little time for the Seahawks, and I really think Ryan Fitzmagic can take advantage of this. Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate. Heck, we talked about him on this program as being all-world, preparing to be a Hall of Famer before the season started. Everyone's starting to catch up with that logic, Mr. Cabasa. How about that? How about that? No Carlos, uh, no Chris Carson this week. He got uh, injured in a bullshit, just lowbrow, cheap, nasty Dallas Cowboy player, put a little gator spin on him, and he shouldn't have done it. Carlos Hyde is the starter. And fantasy worthy this week, you betcha. Um, 80 yards and a touchdown, perhaps. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised Carlos Hyde has a great game this week. DK Metcalf, you got him. Good for you. Start him. Tyler Lockett, you got him. Oh my God, is this kid good? Start him. 
Russell Wilson, plus or minus 25 fantasy points this week, Mr. Kielbasa. He's got to come back down to earth at some point, doesn't he? After no, five touchdowns no, he and 300 yards passing last week no. with Dallas, Whew, he doesn't have to. Okay, but I'm going to no, say but, less. But I'm going to say still less. Two, that's still that's it. That, that's still two touchdowns, 250 yards, and you're just a hair below. Um, but he may run that third one in, in my eyes. So Russell Wilson, of course, is a must start. I'm going to say him just to push above. Miami is going to be in this game because Fitzmagic is Fitzmagic and Butcher is starting Fitzmagic, and that's a done deal. Ryan Fitzmagic will outpoint Russell Wilson this week. Really? Put it in the books. Wow. Put it in the books. Um, Mike Isicki, we like him so very much. We called out. He's a touchdown maker again this week. Miles Gaston, for some reason, Miles Gaston gets no mileage per carry, but he's very productive. He will be productive in this week. Break off a 37-yard touchdown run. Miles Gaston, double-digit running back surprise of the week. You got him? Find a place. Find a place. Find a place I got to him. start this I game. got him. Find a place to start. I would start this kid and Adrian Peterson this weekend and just laugh at the rest of the world for fantasy football value. You know what? Um, I think, Mishy, I think you're running subterfuge for your buddy Hex right now. I'm playing Hex. You got, you're, you've been talking about these guys in the bottom of my roster. You're telling me to start them. You told Hex, hey, listen, Thursday, the Wednesday night, I'm going to talk to Johnny and I'm going to tell him to start these two guys. I got your back, Hex. I, I, I'm on to you, man. I'm fucking on to you. As, um, <laughs> as you keep considering that, as you keep selling that, I can appreciate because I know half the listening audience feels that way and the other half believes now i'm not gonna say anything i'm just telling you this is what i think is gonna happen Devonte parker is a valid fantasy started this week i think that i think the miami team finds a way finds a way to keep this game very interesting and i wouldn't be shocked if there's a little bit of a late upset and um i would watch i would enjoy this game to watch if i was in the 305 I'd be sitting on the beach having pina coladas, watching it, you know, with a fan above me with some woman who doesn't speak English and make her watch a football game in in my sun tanning clothes, smelling like coconut oil, loving the world. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Three oh five this time of year is the place to be. Can we get on a private jet and go, perhaps? <laughs> ah, does anyone ever want to leave Miami? That's the thing, man. Yeah, you do. But there are there are times there are times of the year where you want to go to Miami and it starts right about now. It's going to be nice and warm, everybody, for those of you in the rain and the cold and et cetera, et cetera. We're not going to the game. We are in shorts and we are in our drinking shirts and we are talking to women we haven't met and enjoying ourselves, eating beautiful food and having wonderful drinks and occasionally looking up and saying, holy crap, Seattle's going to lose this game. Where are we going next? All right, let's. Let's go all the way as far, just about as far as we can go. Let's go out to Sin City. So, uh, I wish I could remember those lyrics, but I can't. Las Vegas Raiders hosting all the, the next candidate for America's team, as far as I'm concerned. The Buffalo Bills, Michi. Las Vegas versus Buffalo three minutes starting out all right let's just start this with a little clarification the song is viva las vegas okay the question is do you like the elvis presley version or do you like the dead kennedy's version or the zz top version 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm, okay, there you go. We got three choices. I think we need to put a poll up. Um, speaking of putting a poll up, you may put a poll up on the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and their injury bug. They are hurt beyond hurt. Los Angeles Raiders, listen to me. Then there's the Oakland Raiders. Now there's the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, there's so many places the Raiders have been, and we don't even know who they are anymore. Um, Derek Carr is a valid fantasy play all of a sudden because the Raiders have some stability in their offensive line. Um, would I start him? Uh, maybe. Maybe if I had to. If I had, uh, if I had for instance, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, and I didn't know if he was going to play, am I starting the kid in Vegas? Absolutely. Um, Buffalo is on a roll. You love them. The world loves them. I don't love them. I don't love them yet. I'm not sold on them yet. But let's stay with the Vegas Raiders for a minute. Their injuries at wide receiver are completely debilitating. Darren Waller was focused on last week, taken out of the game. His stat line was just remarkably bad. Look for him to rebound with 100 yards and a touchdown or two to make Derek Carr fantasy viable. Hunter Renfro is the one healthy wide receiver that I can honestly say could catch double-digit passes, thus making him fantasy relevant this week. Um, the Raiders are really banged up, Mr. Kilbasa. It's not pretty. But they have, um, if running back is healthy, Jacobs, they're going to rely on him. And Buffalo's defense, as much as we like to say, can take care of business. I think that the, the Raiders' offensive line is well-equipped to match the strength of the Buffalo defense. Josh Allen, one more time, Mr. Allen, and to your parents, I was wrong about you. Um, you got him. You got to start him. Um, Stephon Diggs, I was wrong about you. Sheriff John Brown, I'm always right about you. Um, John Brown is – Sheriff John Brown's a touchdown maker this week. Stephon Diggs, if you got him, go ahead, take a shot, but – this week is the week Cole Beasley gets his touchdown, America. Just, just finally, so you know, finally, the, the slot receivers Beasley and Hunter Renfro surprisingly will be completely productive football players in this ball game. Devin Singletary is the lone starter. Um, T.J. Yeldon is the backup. Well, for those of you who forgot, he was cut and dropped by everybody in fantasy football four years ago. Zach Moss is banged up. You got to be careful. Don't even don't even touch him. You got Singletary. It's a good play. And um, I'm of the opinion um, that the Raiders should keep it close based on their O-line. But who am I to who am I to doubt what Josh Allen and is doing for the Buffalo Bills? I'm, I'll take I'll take Josh Allen as a great fantasy start and uh, Buffalo to win this game. Mr. Pavasa, what do you think? Mm, yeah. I think you're right. I'm not going to argue with it. I'm going to give you that one. There's just too many injuries across the um, skill positions, the wide receivers, um, and you're going to start keying on a running back. You're going to start getting banged up. The tight end, you show, New England showed you key on him. You could shut him down. You know, Buffalo should come out and win the ball game. and quite frankly, Buffalo is going to be undefeated. New England's going to be 2-2. Two and two. The Dolphins are going to be 2-2. Two and two. And the Jets are going to be winless at 0-4. The world is not the same in 2020. Holy cow. Oh, holy cow, Mishy. What can we do except we, trudge on? We can That's go to we a night game. We can go, we can go to a night game. Let's go to a night game. All right, Mishy. Let's go to that night game. Up the road. In San Francisco. 
The San Francisco yeah. treat is now the San Francisco meat, and they're hmm. welcoming Michi's second favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, for the Sunday nighter. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. You're welcome for me telling you about Nick Mullins last week. 343 yards for the kid that nobody thought was going to go. I told you he was going to do something, Mitchie. We're going to talk about it for Absolutely. a little bit there. Three minutes. Starting now. The, uh, Mr. Kibasi, you were all over that. I would have won a fantasy game smiling if I, if I just pressed that button. Um, but I, I did not. Um, as for the team uh, called the uh, Eagles, there's been a little bit of controversy. I've been completely cruel to them. Dear Philadelphia, please put the provolone on and stop eating that cheese whiz. It affects your brain. Just <laughs> please put the provolone on. Please. Stop it with the cheese. Stop it with the cheese whiz. Um, Crazy with the cheese whiz. Sorry. Crazy. It's. I think it's part of the problem. But yeah. I'm not gonna bang. I'm not gonna bang on them. They're all. They're all hurt, and people are ripping on them. And I'm not gonna. Jo- they joined me on that bandwagon. I now step off that bandwagon. Carson Wentz is not a fantasy football player worth trusting. Miles Sanders is. You have to start him. Zach Ertz is the only tight end because, as you heard, Dallas Goddard is done for the year. Ouch. Zach Ertz has a lot of responsibility on his shoulders. Becomes a must-start, must become an 80-plus yard receiver, must be a touchdown maker for Philadelphia to compete against the 49ers. And I don't trust the rest of the Eagles. I think that they're in big trouble. Your man, Nick Mullins, because Garoppolo, although it's not announced, Garoppolo will probably miss this week. Nick Mullins is a crazy starter. I've jumped on the Kielbasa bandwagon. And if I was, if, if I had Ben Roethlisberger and I didn't know he was going to play, Honest America, put in Nick Mullins in, Philadelphia shot. Um, we are not going to see um, Debo Samuel for the 49ers. That'll still take a week or so. Um, there's a dude named Iuk who was a touchdown maker. There was a kid named Bourne who was a touchdown maker a couple weeks ago. Um, George Kittle is going to play. He's your play. Jarek McKinnon, you picked him up for a reason. He's going to be a good running back. But Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson, get your crayons out. Jeff Wilson is a double touchdown scorer, a 20-point fantasy scorer, and going to be a complete stud against these Philadelphia Eagles. And San Francisco is going to handle their business. And Who? Who? Jeff San Wilson. Francisco. Okay. Jeff Wilson. Jeff He's Wilson. Going to, is just – Jeff Wilson will shine. He's just, it's just the way the 49ers are set up. They can run them. Anyone can run the ball. 49ers will go to three and one. Seattle could be three and one. The Cardinals will be three and one. The Rams will be three and one. The NFC West is nice. Washington could be in a, in a big upset. No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The whole of the NFC East could lose this week where the team in first place could be one and three, both the Redskins and the Cowboys. So what is up is down. What is down is up. What a wild start to the season in the National Football League. George Kittle, 130 yards, two touchdowns. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What Mullins. is left, Mr. Kielbasa? What is left? What is left on our schedule? Well, do you got anything else you want to say? 
about that Pittsburgh game. I think we covered it all we can do. Hey, if you got to make changes in your league, you got to make changes in your league. That's all you got to do. And, and usually it's going to be the biggest crybaby. You know, every league's got at least one or two crybabies, and those crybabies are going to start they're, – they're whining already about what's going to happen. You, I, I can tell you this, Mr. Cabasa. For those people who are doing that, you probably piss me off. But but get to Mr. Kilbasa. He'll get you my phone number directly. I'll talk you off the cliff. In fact, I'm going to talk you off the cliff right now because the show must go on. And we said that to start, and that's the nature of this Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee um, um, Titans. That, that game has to play, and if that game is not played, we're all kind of just in a little bit of limbo because I've tried to move the matchsticks in a position and have the abacus tell me how this is going to work out. And I don't know how it's going to work out if this is postponed. And I spent a little time sorting it out. So I can imagine the suits at the NFL offices are having problems. For the sake of argument, saying the Pittsburgh plays at Tennessee, this is going to be a highlight game. This is going to be a tremendous ball game. Roethlisberger would be a starter. Um, Connor's a starter. The wide receiver... Um, Juju Smith-Schuster's a touchdown maker. In this game, in this game, Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill would outpoint Ben Roethlisberger, and both of them are throwing three touchdowns. Touchdown makers for Nashville, if and when they play, you gotta love, you gotta love Mr. Henry in this game. You just got to. And if AJ Brown is back, and I don't think he's back, I'm gonna look that up right now. But if he's not, if he's not, let's have a quick look. No, A.J. Brown is not back. Um, Corey Davis is your play. And America, you've been listening to Michigan talk about John Smith since, the, since before the season started. Another touchdown maker. It, this would be a tremendous ball game to watch if and when they play. And I certainly hope if it's not Monday night, it's going to be Tuesday night. And as far as winning the ball game, I think we are all going to win. When, this, when everybody's healthy and this game is played, the NFL has rules in place 99.9% sure that this game is going to be played. But be careful with your fantasy love, America. Be careful. And if they do play this game, Tennessee Titans are winning at home. Let's what hope. Think about that? Let's hope. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, look, America's team. Where's that? How, how would that sit now? Let's have a quick look here after, after the quarter poll. That would leave uh, that would be the AFC North. The Steelers at three and one. The Ravens, I think, are in for a ball game, but you think they're going to be three and one. The Cleveland Browns will be three and one after beating the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cincinnati Bengals will be one, two, and one. Very competitive AFC North. Very nice. Yeah. Awesome. What's left? What's left in week four, kid? At the quarter poll, I think we've covered everything that we needed to cover for America. To win what about Monday fans. night though? What about what about? Oh, Monday night, that's right! Damn it, <laughs> we got one more game. All right, everybody, let's not forget about the Monday nighter because we got a couple teams that we need to talk about. That's right. So let's go. Oh yeah, yeah, thanks. Let's head up to Canada here and the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers on top of the world right now, welcoming the. Falcons who can't do anything about keeping a lead in the second half, but 
I'm sure they've had a rough practice. I'm sure their coach is telling them that they're not in good enough shape. I'm sure they're running a lot more wind sprints this week in Atlanta. And they're going to need every one of them as they head up to Green Bay, where it might snow. Hey, who knows? It's already October. Damn. Michi. Three minutes, all right? Three minutes. Let's go. Three more minutes for the girls. Matt Ryan has been a a fantasy football player. He's going to continue to be a fantasy football player. Um, 25 plus fantasy points. Absolutely. Um, a key interception. Absolutely. Are the Falcons one of the worst teams in football? No, the jets are Todd Gurley. You drafted him. I would, I would be pretty confident in Todd Gurley having a very nice football game. And I am talking about over a hundred yards rushing and getting the ball in the end zone. Um, that's amazing. Last week, we spoke about Brian Hill. He became a touchdown maker. That's how great this program is, America. This week, Brian Hill is not a touchdown maker. Julio Jones can't score touchdowns, got allergies to touchdowns. Now he's hurt again. Calvin Ridley is the undisputed king in that wide receiver group. He is so good that when you took him in the fifth round, you got first-round talent. You got him, start him. Hayden Hurst, the enigma over there. What are the Falcons going to do? They don't know what they're going to do. What are we going to do? The kid catches a one-yard pass for a touchdown. I don't know. I didn't call the one yard for a touchdown as his stat line, but we did call for a touchdown. Hayden Hurst is going to have his opportunities. Um, The problem is the problem is they're playing a Green Bay Packer team that me and the rest of the world kind of said, well, maybe not. Um, Aaron Rodgers, if you got him on your team, I would be fairly confident to start him. Um, Aaron Jones, of course, you're going to start him. And all apologies to Aaron Rodgers for all the nasty things I said about him. Um, Aaron Jones must start with a great football player. No word yet on Devontae Adams. you got to be careful. Um, Alan Lazard, how you doing? Touchdown maker. How you doing? Oh, by the way, he had a great – yeah, you you, you said he wasn't going to do shit last week, and he had a huge – or him and, and uh, Valtez Scandling. And one more time, I apologize to all things Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, Alan Lazard, apologies. Great. Touchdown maker this week? Maybe. Scantling is going to be a touchdown maker. And they'll, they'll do something crazy. Like Mercedes Lewis will score a touchdown. One of the tight ends will score a touchdown. I can't tell you who. Therefore, I can't make a recommendation to start. I think the Green Bay Packers should win this game because I don't think the Atlanta Falcons know how to win a football game. However, with that said, um, I'm rooting for the Falcons this week in Green Bay because that shit's got to stop. And if that shit is going to stop, it's on Matt Ryan to make it stop. Therefore, America, Matt Ryan is a top five fantasy football quarterback. Will outpoint Aaron Rodgers this week. And the Falcons will find a way in the last 30 seconds to lose. Thank you very much. <laughs> what a crazy week in the National Football League wow. about to come up, Mr. Cabasa. Wow. What a crazy week. That's for sure. <laughs> what what a whip around, man. What a whip around. Michi, you're the best in America. That's the, Thank you. Without question. Available. Only, in the sausage only here. 
Until his agent calls him up and says he's ready for the big time. But I, when you do go up to the big time, I hope you put a clause in your contract saying no matter what, I stay in the hut on Wednesday nights. I can do that. I can do that. You know what? I, um, I'll speak to whoever my people are, talking to whoever those people are. I'll make I'll make a stone cold point. In fact, I may I may actually be a little stiff about the whole thing and say whatever I'm doing, Kavasa and the champ butcher are doing. And and if you say no, then I say no. America gets crayons out. This is the best fantasy football program going. Completely appreciated, Mr. Kill Fasa. Completely appreciative. America, enjoy the games. Certainly enjoy um, your fantasy football. Keep an eye on the insanity. Share the love. Share the joy. Have a great week for everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Mishy. Thank you, Butcher. Thank you, America. And that officially brings to an end 30 fucking podcasts in 30 fucking days, baby. September. Thank you. Congratulations. Just bang that gong on that one. Bang that gong, Missy. Thank you. Thank you for that gong. Gong We did a lot of... Uh, you're not going to find more variety in one comedy podcast than you're going to get here. You're going to go for comedy podcasts and you're going to hear some fucking stand-up comedian bitching about other stand-up comedians. You're going to have some people who make all their money because they get famous people to talk on it. Nowhere else are you going to find as much variety as you find in the Sausage Hut. We got fantasy football. We got music. We got funk. We got exercise videos. We got country music last night. We got fast food reviews. We we got girls yeah. we got dudes we got everybody subscribe now and tell your friends because it's only going up from here everybody and on that note we're gonna have a good time <laughs> i'm gonna have a cup of hot tea and hopefully we'll see you soon guys i feel good about where things are at right now i need to make some changes do some continuous improvement we're gonna be moving on up in the world <laughs> get some get some all right we'll see you tomorrow everybody in the, well now i'm sorry we will not be seeing you tomorrow we will be seeing you sometime soon that's right everybody keep yeah. that in mind. Mishy, thanks we'll see you later and you're listening to the game of thrones minute with johnny kilbasa